Hi, welcome to That's Life Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Murphy, and this is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. I'm so happy that you're here. Pull up a chair, grab a coffee, come as you are, and listen to the word of the Lord and the plan that he has for your life. Because it's hard to have it all figured out, but we can help each other together in the community of Christ. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Stay tuned to hear more. Don't you just love when you film an entire podcast before you go to your sister's wedding and you have it all planned out and literally everything is planned out to a T and then all of a sudden you go to post the podcast the day of because you waited last minute to save it onto your computer and put it on your RSS feed so that it can shoot out to all of your streaming services and then you come to find that it deleted while it was in your garage band just sitting there without being saved. Yeah. I hate that too. Anyways, hi, welcome. My name's Abby Murphy and this is That's Life Podcast. And if you don't know what's been happening for the past couple of weeks, I'm about to inform you and then I'm going to refilm a podcast that I already filmed. But you know what? It's okay because it's a story that's worth telling again. Um, I'm so happy that you're here. Welcome. This is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life and how to do it through a Christian lens. Christian... One thing about me is I'm not going to edit out when I mess up, so you're just going to have to hear the imperfections. I'm sorry, people, but that's just how this is going to work. Anyways, dedicated to navigating the transitions of life, you are welcome here. If you're not a Christian, you're welcome here. If you are a Christian, um, I'm just happy that you're here and happy to open up in a conversation with you uh, all about my story with his story. Um, I'm going to be talking about how I got to where I am here, what even is his story, uh, the audition process, how God has been working in and through me then and now. It's kind of interesting because I filmed that podcast right before I went to my sister's wedding and tech week started that week. Um, So I had filmed that before even having one tech rehearsal in the act before even being in the actual theater. So it's kind of interesting now to like really be settled in and our creative team is gone and you know I've taken some time to just think on everything and and uh yeah I'm gonna start uploading consistently so that was the other thing is that the reason I haven't been uploading consistently is because I have been in tech and for those of you that don't know for the theater world um tech is basically a process where you're at the theater for so many hours I can't like I was literally at the theater from 11 to 11 12 to 12 like it was crazy and you're there all day working on your feet all day and and it's just exhausting but in the best way possible but there's not really a lot of time for anything else and so that's why I haven't been able to upload the podcast but now we're open the show is open um and I can't wait to see where this podcast is gonna go um so I'm so happy that you have joined me and we're gonna open in a beautiful discussion but first I'm gonna give you guys a little life update Um, besides his story, um, his story, for those of you that don't know, is a new musical in Dallas, Texas. Uh, it's a Christian musical about the story of Jesus. Uh, they, they branded as 2000 years in the making of a story of, I don't even know how they brand it, but they put some really cool words to it that like make it sound really cool. But it's basically the story of Jesus. Um, and it's a beautiful story regardless of your beliefs, but for the Christian believers, it's literally like, I, I compared it to like 
if you watch The Wizard of Oz and then you go see Wicked. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, this, I understand. And and there's this connection and I see this and oh my gosh. It's kind of like the same feeling as being a believer and going to see his story. So I really encourage you to come out to Dallas if you can. Um, I live with a beautiful family and have um, a nice little room and it's just awesome. And I'd love to show you my family and show you where I live and, and just hang out with you. So I need friends, please. Anyways, a life update besides his story. It's going to be hard to talk about my life without talking about his story because his story kind of is my life right now, but I'm making friends. So that's exciting. And I feel like I'm starting to find a good community. I feel like I've kind of found like a maybe my home church while I'm here in Dallas. Um, I'm really settling into Dallas. I really love it. Like I honestly really, really, really love Dallas. Um, and and my mom and I were talking and we were like, well, what if the show gets canceled? Just not the show's not going to get canceled. But we were just talking about like the what ifs, because that's what we do when we go on walks. And I was like, well, I would stay in Dallas for the summer. And I was just like, wait, I'm like establishing Dallas as home. Like, like, I don't want to go home if I don't need to be in Dallas. Like, I want to stay in Dallas because I'm like forming community and starting connections and like, I just love being in Texas. I love Texas. I love everything about it. I thrive in this weather. I love a good, hot, humid day. I know it's crazy, but I just love it. I love being outside. I love um, how open everything is. Everything's really big. Everything's a lot cheaper. I love living on my own. I love being in charge of my own schedule. Um, I love the people that I know, the friendships that I'm making. Audrey, who did this the episode previous to this one the first episode of um, my story with his story uh literally my best friend of all time like I literally found like I feel like I found my best friend that I've been praying for at 20 years old I've found my best friend I like I when I tell you like it just works like it just works I don't I don't know it just does it's a it's a god-blessed friendship is all I can say um the family that I live with I just love them so much and I just oh, everything's so great. Um, my spiritual life is kind of looking a little different these days because I'm literally, you know, when we do the show, it's it's not just rehearsal for me. It's not just a show for me. Like I feel connected to the Lord throughout the entire thing because it's what I believe is what I'm performing. And so it's it's like, you know, I have my Bible time and I do these things, but I've I'm connected with the Lord in a way that I've never been connected before. So that's really cool to just be able to be a part of sharing the gospel. Um, and I pray that, that this continues on forever and ever and ever. Um, but yeah, I've, I, if you listened to Narrow Way to Broadway, um, or if you do listen, you might hear a familiar voice. Ah, Narrow Way to Broadway interviewed me. It was so weird to like be interviewed on a podcast instead of being the one interviewing. Um, but in the works are some fun interviews coming for this podcast. I've actually reached out to them. Like, I've sent the text messages. So, I'm not just, like, hyping myself up. Um, anyways, that's enough life update for me right now. Um, my sister's wedding was beautiful. And her and Zach are just loving each other and loving life. And everything's great. So, yeah, without further ado, let's just open up in prayer. And then I'll just get right into it. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you that I get to film a podcast again. Please give me the motivation to repeat all of this again. Um, no, but thank you for letting me be able to do this and feel fulfilled through you. And I pray that 
the person listening um, feels motivated in some way or feels spoken to in some way from you, Lord. So thank you for this day. Thank you for this time. And I thank you for That's Life podcast. Amen. All right. So before I get into anything, his story kind of already told you, but it's a musical in Dallas and I heard about it through Sadie Robertson's podcast. Now, let me take you back to sophomore year February. So no, sophomore year Christmas break. So we're in like December. I'm at the beach and I'm, I had just auditioned for my, my school was doing, um, I'm a BFA musical theater major at Belmont University and my school was doing Beauty and the Beast and a smaller show, uh, song review called Candor and Ebb, uh, The World Goes Round. And it's just like a, kind of like a song review kind of thing. Um, like very fussy, jazzy. So I really wanted Beauty and the Beast really bad. Like I love Beauty and the Beast. I wanted to be in it. Didn't care who I was. I just wanted to be in it. And obviously I got Candor and Ebb and I found out over break and I was sad. And then I saw that I was, uh, assistant choreographer and then I was happy, but it was still kind of like a punch in the gut of like, oh, dang it. Well, then I got on like the early bird of submitting for summer stock. So for those of you that don't know, summer stock is what actors do during the summer to like get work, build their resume. Um, you sign on with these theaters in the summer that put on you know, depending on the contract, usually the standard is like three to four shows a summer. You sign on with them, you do the shows and that kind of thing. And there's this whole like audition season for it and like conventions and blah, 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 blah. So I was submitting early because usually you submit a little bit later, like closer to springtime for these things. But I was submitting early, getting things in, auditioning for things and kept getting callbacks to shows and then kept getting no's. Um, and it was, it was really a, just a punch in the gut. And I was really starting to like doubt myself. Like I had auditioned for Lexington Theater Company and got a call back and then didn't get it. And then I got uh, an audition for street theater and got a call back and then didn't get it. And the thing is, I felt really good about some of the callbacks that I was getting. And, but the thing was, I was getting a callback and a callback is like when they, call you back like they see your audition they want to see more from you and and then if they like you at the callback then you get the role or you get another callback and so I was getting to like these final rounds of like oh I'm almost there like I'm almost there almost there and then I wouldn't get it and you know I'm so grateful for even getting a callback like that's so amazing but it's also human of me to be like why I like I just keep getting my hopes up like, I literally just keep getting my hopes up and get like, oh, wait, this is becoming more and more real. This is becoming more and more real. And then, oh, sorry. And the thing about auditions is that you will only hear a yes. You won't hear a no. So if you get the role, you'll hear that yes. But if you don't get it, they'll just never answer you again. And so it's this like open-ended, like, is this ever going to happen for me? Oh, I guess I got to let that dream die. And so that's what I was just experiencing over and over and over again. Um, while also starting rehearsals for Candor and Ebb and choreographing seven plus songs, dances, um, in my free time over winter break. So I went back to school, um, and every morning, this was like two weeks out from the show. So by this point, it's like beginning of February, I think, and was feeling really down on myself, but kept auditioning, kept sending out open calls, you know, all the things was going to open calls. I went to like the six open call and submitted for Mean Girls and whatever, just getting stuff out there. I really, really wanted to work. And, um, 
I went to the gym one morning. I was supposed to run outside. It was raining. So I ran inside and I put in a podcast because that's what I do. I listen to podcasts when I run and I just got on the treadmill and I have like my spiritual podcasts and then I have my secular podcasts and I love listening to both and my secular ones aren't like bad, um, but I just, they're just not spiritual. Like I don't hear about, you know, Christian, I hear about lifting weights or fashion or food or nutrition or whatever I'm interested in. Um, So I put on one of my secular ones because I wanted to listen to, you know, the girl that speaks on that podcast and I was running and I just started feeling so convicted and the Lord was like listen to Sadie Robertson's podcast instead because I'd like seen a notification like Sadie uploaded and I was like I don't want to like I want to listen to this one like I'll get around to it like I'll get like it's not like I'm not gonna listen to Sadie's podcast ever I just don't want to listen to it today I'll probably listen to it when I shower or tonight or whatever um so I just tried to like brush it off and I just kept feeling like stop what you're doing and listen like just listen to your christian podcast and i was like oh fine so i turned on sadie's podcast and um this girl was on there talking about theater and i was like oh my gosh like wait oh this is cool okay didn't really think much of it whatever finished my run kept listening to the podcast um and by the time i was about to get in the shower i you know i keep my podcast going and just listen to it while i'm in the shower this girl has explained how she's written a Christian musical and how it's all about like the story of Jesus and how she wrote it and God was speaking to her and all these things. And I hear our playwright, Anna Miriam Brown's story. Um, and I just was like, oh my gosh, like I wish, like I was about to step in the shower and I was like, I wish they had auditions for this. Like, oh my gosh, like I wish I would have known when auditions were me thinking this has like already been a thing. Um, And then on the podcast, like literally immediately as I thought that, I hear, oh, we're actually holding auditions next weekend. Blah, 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 blah. Go check it out at hisstorythemusical.com. And I was, my jaw hit the floor. I was literally naked, about to get in the shower, and my jaw hit the floor. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I call my mom. I'm like, mom, I need to go to Texas. I need to go to Texas. I had already like looked up all the information at this point. I'm like sending it to all my friends at Belmont. Like, y'all, we need audition for this. We need audition for this. Like, blah, 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 blah. So my mom was like, you can't go to Texas. You have a show. Like literally the weekend that auditions were, were starting tech week for Candor and Ebb that I was in. And I was like, wait, but I could go. I could go. And mom was like, just see if you can send something in. And they weren't advertising virtual auditions because they really wanted like local talent. Um, But I sent one in anyways, just hoping for the best. I DM'd Anna. I DM'd his story. I was like, I really want to like audition. uh, But I know you're not really advertising it as like a virtual thing. Like, can I still send something in? And Anna responded and was like, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, the playwright DM'd me. Like, this is crazy. Um, And so I sent in an audition. I sang What Baking Can Do from Waitress and said a monologue from... I don't remember what it was from. It was about not believing in God, though. So that's great. Um, and then I did the show, um, can't, my my school show, Candor and Ebb. And that I think it was that week. Sometime during that show week, um, I got an email from His Story of the Musical. And they were like, hey, Abby, uh, could you consider yourself a Texas resident by April 3rd? And I was like, uh, let me talk to my professors because at this point, like 
school school had like two months left I was like I'm not gonna keep doing all this work and not get credit for what I'm doing like school really matters to me I want to get my degree like I you know I want to continue to do school so I need to talk to my professors before furthering this conversation so I go talk to all my professors and I'm like hey I just got this email like it literally doesn't mean anything at this point I had heard all of these no's from callbacks I literally had no hope honestly I was just kind of like it's not gonna work out but like I have to ask you so I can give them an answer and I wouldn't feel right about giving them an answer without asking you so all my professors were like well you know whatever happens like I'm sure we would be able to work something out so I emailed them back I'm like yeah I could be a Texas resident by April 3rd because April is still in the middle of like school schedule so I'd have to leave school so I emailed them back they're like okay thanks we'll let you know couple days later, I get an email that I got a call back and the callback is the week after my show closes at school. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And it was just like a surreal feeling, but I also was still like, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I can't keep getting hurt. Um, and it's tough to like, you know, not get excited about things like that, but I also don't want to like the chances of getting something like that, you know, well, I mean, now I'm saying it and I got it, but like at the time I was like, the chances of getting something like this, like they want people from Texas. Like I'm young, I'm in school. Like I don't really have a good brand for myself right now. Like people don't want to take people out of school to go do a show when they have someone who's already been in the business that can do the same thing as me. So I knew like my chances were slim to none. Um, but I went to Texas, you know, I told my, kept talking to my professors the whole time and was like, Hey, I got a call back. Like, you know, if this goes further, like what would alternate schedules look like? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm not going to go to the callback if this really isn't a possibility. And they all gave me the green light. They were like, we'll figure out something. So I went to callbacks and the journey to get to callbacks was literally insane. My mom and I drove there. It's 10 hours from Nashville to Texas. My mom and I drove there, um, and our car broke down. So our car broke down. We were stranded on the side of the road for three hours at Nowheresville, Arkansas, somewhere random in the road. The car just like breaks down. I start freaking out, crying. Mom starts trying to keep me calm. Um, and I'm like, I'm literally not going to get there. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get there. Somehow, magically, our car turns back on. And by magically, I mean the Lord. And we putted back to an Exxon five miles from where we were because we needed to get to this Exxon because where we were like parked on the side of the road, it was starting to get dark and it was a dangerous place to be in. There was nothing for miles. We were like 30 miles from Memphis, um, but there was nothing for like 45 miles in the opposite direction. Like we were nowhere, no Ubers, Like, I tried to get an Uber or nothing. Um, All of the rental car places were closed at this point. The only thing that was open was the airport in Memphis. And so I was like, well, how are we going to get there? Like, no rental cars can come pick us up. All the places are closed. The tow truck wasn't going to get there until two hours. And I'm like, we can't sit here for, like, four hours. Because we had already, like, sat for, like, two trying to figure out what to do. And so I just text my friend David Perry, who is also involved in the process of theater and was went to Belmont and I texted him because he lives in Texas and I was like hey um this is crazy but like 
do you, like I don't know what to do I'm stranded on the side of the road and he was like don't worry Abby we're gonna get you to Texas and I literally like when I tell you it was like God was just sending all of his guardian angels like I just felt at peace and David literally was like Abby we are going to get you to Texas so he texts another girl that goes to Belmont her name's Elena Elena texts her dad who lives in Memphis and her dad comes and picks us up from the Exxon my mom leaves her van at the Exxon with the keys and we move all of our stuff from the van into Elena's dad's car we've never met Elena's dad like when I tell you this is like from a movie like I literally brought my piano to practice piano because we were going to be there for three days in a hotel like like we stuffed that car I feel so bad but anyways he drives us back and we're literally 30 minutes from when the rental car place closes at the airport my dad calls us um a rental car because he can like set it up through the phone to where we can just go pick it up Elena's dad drops us off at the airport and we go to get our rental car we're driving out and the lady goes are you Matt Murphy and mom says um no and and the lady goes I'm sorry I can't let you leave and we're sitting there in our rental car like oh my gosh and at this point it had been like four hours like it was like eight o'clock at night and we still had like six seven hours to go and mom starts crying to the lady and she's like I'm his wife like if you knew the kind of day that we were having like we just need to get to Texas like we need to get there and the girl just looks at her and goes you're his wife and she said yeah and the girl goes this never happened and raises the gate and mom and I drive out of that airport in our little Kia Soul and literally we're just thanking God we were like this like none of this would be possible without God like this is just crazy town USA so at this point, I'm like, mom, let's just get a hotel room. Like, I don't have to be at callbacks until four o'clock tomorrow. And mom's like, no, we're going to Texas tonight. And I'm like, mom, we're going to get there like three in the morning. And she's like, we're going. So we drive the entire time, the entire way there. And it's like two o'clock at night. We're an hour away from our hotel. And a, and this random guy runs across the interstate, like four lanes right in front of our car and causes the person next to us to crash and like do like a full 180 like it was crazy like 180 like horizontally not like around like they didn't spin upside down but they spin like side to side and like somehow no one died I, I literally it was the lord but we called 911 like this is just the craziest like just the craziest road trip I've ever had in my life we call 911 whatever we get to our hotel room it's like 3 30 and we ring the bell because no one's at the desk and this guy comes out and he is wasted or high or I don't even know what but he was not fully there and when I say he was not fully there I mean like he was barely there um and you know no judgment, love, but like it's 3.30 in the morning. Like I just want to get into my room and go to bed and you just don't even know what's happening right now, I think. And so anyways, so he gives us our room key. He like can't even write like our number of room down. And at this point, I'm getting a little scared because it's just two girls. This guy knows what room we're in. Like you have to be careful of these things. Like I hate placing judgment, but also this world is cruel and like you hear stories of awful things that happen. Um, but I was also just so tired that I was like, just get me to the room. So we get to the room. I lay down at like four o'clock and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have callbacks tomorrow. I have callbacks in 12 hours. Oh my gosh. Somehow four o'clock the next day I get to day one of callbacks and I'm there. 
and literally like none of it would have been possible without the Lord. Like literally God was providing the entire way. I had so much energy. I was able to learn at my best. I wasn't tired at all. Like things were going great. So that was the story of getting there. Mom got a notification that day that they had like dropped off her car at some random lot because the Honda place was closed. Um, Like the tow truck that had picked up her car from the Exxon. Well, throughout mom's three days of being in Texas for callbacks, she was trying to figure out where her car was the whole time. And by the time it was time for us to leave after callbacks, she still didn't know where her car was. Um, Long story short, we got our car back. We figured it out and it was fine. But a phone call she had with the lady um, who worked at the Honda place, we were trying to figure out where mom's car was. She was like, listen, I don't know why you're in Texas. I don't know what the reason is. Um, I don't even know like if you believe in this, but I'm a very faithful woman and I believe that the, like there is a evil power that does not want you to be in Texas right now. And mom was like, well, let me tell you, my daughter's auditioning for Jesus the musical and blah, blah. And mom was like, this is crazy. Like, thank you. Like we are believers. Like this is crazy that you would say that. Like, thank you for sharing. And the lady was like, well, let me tell you the evil's not over yet and there's more to come. And I'm just like, oh, awesome. Great. Thank you so much. But anyways, callbacks. So that was like the journey and we got home safe and everything was fine. That was like the journey. Actual callbacks themselves, they did the process a little bit differently. So our choreographer, Eamon, and the um, assistant choreographer, Gigi, taught us. We got there at four o'clock, taught everybody the dance audition first. And then we went, this is so weird to think about, like, that like I work with these people and like I, they were strangers at the beginning, but they taught us the dance combo for like an hour. Um, and then we went and learned our sides for parts that we were auditioning for like music. And that was with our music director, Jesse, um, Jesse Fry, love him so much. And he's just awesome. But he went over music with us and the guy that plays Matthew was there. Um, the person that plays, uh, Gabriel was there, but like, I didn't know at the time, like, you know, whatever. Um, the girl that plays Caiaphas was there, like, like they were all there. And it's just so weird to think about like, oh my gosh, like, like we made it like, it's just crazy. But anyways, so, um, yeah, so that was day one was just learning things. And Saturday we showed up and we did the actual callback. So Friday they got a sense for like how we learned, like Jeff was there. Um, Bruce was there. Our producer, uh, is Bruce and our director is Jeff Calhoun. And, um, then the next day was like, it was go time. And so we did the actual audition. So there were a couple more people in there. Anna was in there. I think Rachel was in there, which is, um, Anna's sister, also the creative consultant of his story, the musical. And we did the dance combo and I just felt really good about it. And then I went and sang my sides and sang my songs and felt really good about it. And I don't know, I just felt really strong. And I, I walked away from that and I was like, you know, if, nothing comes from this, I'm okay. And if something does come from this, I'm also definitely going to be okay with that. Um, but it's funny because I last, this time last year, I had a like revelation with God and he told me something was going to happen in November and February. And it's just crazy to think that in November, I got a really awesome callback, uh, like 
audition opportunity and then in February that also happened and so I don't know it's just I didn't know what it was gonna be but it's just crazy to think that like I don't know like I just felt that so prevalently on my heart that stuff was gonna happen during those times and it did and God's faithful and he keeps his promises and and he's so bold in what he tells us it's hard to want to trust it but I did and he provides um because faith faith is the number one you know I can sit here and and follow the Lord and follow his laws but like it doesn't mean anything without faith and so this year this year this audition process has taught me anything it's it's faith so anyways so callbacks went really good I left really happy left feeling very hopeful and like the Lord wanted me there if I'm being honest um but again I I didn't want to get my hopes up and so kind of just tried to forget about it um went to SETC which is just like a convention for summer stock and kept you know auditioning getting callbacks same process same process um and you know looking back it's I got some yeses I got some no's um but you know the big no's were prior to his story that were really affecting me and looking back now post getting the acceptance email if I would have gotten a yes to any one of those specific opportunities if I would have gotten a yes to Lexington if I would have gotten a yes to Beauty and the Beast if I would have gotten a yes to street theater like any of those specific theaters I wouldn't have been able to do his story um so it's just crazy to think about that like God telling you no in the moment is because he has a bigger yes for you later on down the road and it's just you know, we can't see it, but we've just got to trust it and remain faithful. And yes, that doesn't take away from the fact that it's going to be painful, but it's, he's preparing you and so that you can pursue what you're meant to pursue in this world for the here and now. Um, so anyways, so I went on spring break after SETC with a couple of my friends and I told this story a little bit on my narrow way to Broadway interview, but basically I just kept checking my email. I kept checking my email constantly obsessively for, you know, acceptance emails for all of these auditions that I had been, you know, putting out and just waiting for an email, waiting for an email and, and wasn't, you know, getting anything or was getting no's or just, I was just seeking it and seeking it. And I sat down with the Lord one day for Bible time. And he was just like, if if you searched for me the way that you search your inbox, you would be so much better off. And I kind of was just like, oh my gosh, like jab at my heart. Like if I were to spend as much time in the word as I was looking for audition opportunities or trying to get work or looking in my inbox or forwarding emails or working on my audition tapes or my reels, like if I were to spend as much time with the Lord as I am trying to get validated by people who can give me a job in this temporary life. I, like if I were to spend that time pursuing the kingdom for my eternal life, I would be such a, 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 I hate saying a better Christian. Like I don't really like using that term. I would be more at peace and have a better relationship with the Lord. So I had that beautiful realization and I shared it with my friends and then um, I went and checked my email just casually. I was like, I'm just going to check, it, not like anticipating anything, just checked it. And of course, that's when I got the email that I made it into his story. Of course, that's when it happened. And I believe that is fully not a coincidence at all. Like literally not a coincidence one bit. Um, 
you know, the Lord is going to hold what he needs to hold from you until you're ready. And God's timing is perfect. And that is a true example of God's timing. Um, but yeah. And so then I called my teacher, my advisor, and I was like, hey, so we need to figure out what to do with school. So I came back that week after spring break, went to each one of my professors. Um, we figured out an alternate schedule. And then I had to send that to my advisor. My advisor sent it to the dean. The dean sent it to someone else that was like part of the school of music. And then once that got accepted, it had to go to the registrar, which is like the entire school. Uh, like the, the like not the owner, like the leader of like the entire school not just the music school. Anyways, it was like a super long process and I couldn't send my acceptance to his story until I got it approved by school. And so it was just such a like trying time to just sit and wait for people to tell you if you can go live your dream or not. Like it's just such a hard thing to sit through of like thinking like these people literally are holding my future in their hands and like they could just say yes or no. And I would just have to let them choose that and they the thing that I kept telling myself was like but they don't hold my future in their hands like the Lord is gonna have his way like the Lord is gonna have his way and I just kept laying that over my heart and praying that over my heart but it's also human to have doubts so I have to give myself grace in that but I I felt so much anxiety but also so much peace at the same time and that's how I know that like sorrow and joy can coexist um and and it's a beautiful thing and it's also a hard thing but it's something I learned during that process but then my advisor called me in for a meeting and she told me that everything was approved and so it's awesome um, and the reason that I'm able to do that through Belmont was literally Nancy Allen my advisor is just so amazing but I also have set myself up graduation wise that I'm ahead in majority of my classes and so um and I also was ahead on communicating with my teachers even before I auditioned even before I sent anything in through every part of the process I was communicating with my teachers and so um if you're listening to this and you also want to apply the same thing to your college experience I encourage you to do the same and just have open communication because there were some students who also wanted to audition for other opportunities and they weren't able to in the way that they um were lined up academically but I was lucky enough that academically I was able to so um yeah so but I remember specifically one of those days I was like having a just anxiety attack like in my head during class like I literally was just waiting and waiting for like a yes from the final round of uh my school you know approving if I could go and and still continue school online and when I say like approving me like letting me go like this means letting me go and still continue with finishing out the rest of the school year online. Um, cause I could just pick up and leave, but I wouldn't get credit for anything. So anyways, so, um, so I was just, it was my 11 o'clock play analysis class and I was just having so much anxiety and like my heart was just not well. And so I go and look at my Instagram and I see literally like five minutes ago, a direct message from the playwright Anna Miriam Brown and she had texted me and was like hey I just like felt on my heart that I needed to pray for you and let you know that like you are supposed to be where you're supposed to be and I literally was like God just keeps sending me angels 
through this entire process like this was such a god ordained process i just felt so special and so loved and so heard by the lord and it just sent like me so much peace and i think that's a good reminder that like you know we always say like oh you could hear from god god will speak to me and that is so true but god will also speak to you through people and he'll send people to share what he wants to say to you as well um And so that was just crazy because Anna was in Israel at the time. And I'm like, God has no boundaries, like even from Israel, like he'll use someone from Israel to remind me of his goodness. Um, And so, yeah. And and I think it was that day. Yeah, it was that day that I got the yes. So I don't know. It's just God's timing is crazy and awesome and amazing. Um, And then the next week I went home, got a bunch of my stuff packed and then the next week I went back to school and straight from school I went to Texas and that was it and I got here and I had nowhere to live I got here on April 2nd rehearsals started April 3rd or no I got here April 1st and yeah I got to Texas April 1st and rehearsal started April 3rd I had nowhere to live and on the drive up um I had a couple places that we were gonna go see that day and um as a couple of Facebook groups, a couple of like family friends, like mutual people that had introduced us, whatever. Um, and this family that we had been introduced to, uh, they texted us and they were like, Hey, we actually just had the person that was supposed to be living in our room, not use the room anymore. Do you want to come check it out? And literally on our drive up there. And we were like, uh, yes. And now that's where I'm living. And I, we got there that day, April 1st, and we came to the house on April 1st. Um, and you know, I I just knew I got back in the car and I was like, so I guess we know where I'm living now. Um, and it's just crazy to think that April 1st, that morning I woke up and had nowhere to live in Texas. And that night I went to bed knowing where my home was going to be. And now I live with the most amazing family. It's the crumb family. Love them so much. Shout out three beautiful boys. Um, and two wonderful parents who treat me as their own and it's just awesome and I'm just having so much fun and it's close to where I work and it's just a beautiful place and I just love coming home like I get excited to see the boys I get excited to go home and lay in bed and and have a house and have a family that I just am growing closer and closer to every single day um but we wouldn't have even been introduced to these people if I didn't go to the Lion King Jr. at Bowling Green Junior High and I almost didn't go but um when I went home before I the week before I was supposed to come to Texas, all of the schools were doing their musicals. And um, Bowling Green Junior High, there was someone who was playing young Simba who I knew, and they always come and support me. And so I was like, we need to go. Like, we need to go support them. And we almost didn't go. And then I was like, mm, no, nah, let's just go. Like, they always come and support me. And the mom of young Simba, the actual mom, not the mom in the show, the actual mom of young Simba, was like, oh, I know someone in Texas. Let me, you know, get y'all hooked up. Now I'm living here. So that's just crazy for you if you wanted to know. But anyways, now I've been living here for like two months, started rehearsals April 3rd, and I've loved it ever since. And all, and you know, podcasts to come explain and go through the ups and downs of the rehearsal process since now the rehearsal process is fully over. Um, Rehearsals in the room and rehearsals in tech. Um, And now we're just doing the show and it's all on us and it's crazy but I'll get into that in some more episodes later to come but I just hope my story 
shows you the goodness of God and how his timing is perfect and how we may not see the greater plan, but we have to trust it. Because if I would have tried to take things into my own hands, I would not be here in Texas today living my dream, getting to do a show about Jesus every single day. Um, And it's just wonderful. And life is wonderful. And that's my story. And that's how God is working through me. And there's just so much goodness that he has and that he wants to give to us. But he's not going to give it to us if we're not ready. Um, And if he would have given me yeses on things that I wanted at the time, I wouldn't be here doing his story. And I'm so thankful for those no's. But at the time I wasn't. And at the time I really doubted myself. And that's how evil can creep into those cracks, but we just can't let it happen. Um, So I pray that my story just reminds you to look at the bigger picture that we're living our lives for eternity, um, for a greater kingdom and not for the here and now. Um, I hope this is a reminder to live in the present, but focus on the future and don't get caught up in the present, if that makes sense. Because there's a fine line between living in the moment and loving each moment because we can't get that back. But when we let ourselves overthink what's happening in the here and now, we lose sight of the big picture of the grander picture. And the grander picture is not in this world. It's not located in this earth. It's located with the Lord and in his kingdom. So I'm so excited to uh, explore that more with you all with this new series. Um, I'm going to save this podcast literally right after I finish recording it. Um, There was a little bit of footage that did get saved. So I'm going to play that as well and just kind of add that in because I don't know, just feels right. So um, I'll have that at the end of the outro music after this. So stay tuned for after the outro music because there will be bonus content. But anyways, um, follow us on Instagram at that's life potty, P-O-D-D-Y, not potty, P-O-T-T-Y, but it's kind of a little play on words, kind of funny. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Um, I can't wait to keep you guys updated on his story and have some really cool people on. I'm super excited about it. Thank you for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life. Thank you so much for listening to That's Life Pod. You are now a hashtag that's for lifer. You are part of the potty people because we are always having a potty with the potty squad. That was weird. Anyways, if you want to find out more, go on Instagram, head over to That's Life Potty, P-O-D-D-Y, because you are not part of the potty people. I really need to stop with this joke. If you want to find out even more, you can head over to the YouTube, That's Life Pod. There is a link in the Instagram bio with a link tree for more information on everywhere you can stream. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life. I think the other cool thing, too, is going back. um, Because remember, I told you all about all those callbacks that I kept getting no's to. If I would have got a yes to anything I mentioned earlier. I would not have been able to do his story. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Which, that that's just kind of like the thing that wraps it up of like, God's plan is just so much greater than we could ever imagine. And if I would have got a yes to Lexington, I wouldn't have been able to do his story. If I would have got a yes to Beauty and the Beast, literally Beauty and the Beast was the day before I would have had to leave wait no 
I don't know. It was like some timeline that was like, oh my gosh, if I would have been doing a show right now, I would not be able to get my life together to go to Texas. Um, same with street theater. Like, and if I would have been doing those shows, I wouldn't have been able to go to the in-person callbacks, which I honestly think like the reason I got the gig is because I went in person because I don't know. I just feel like sometimes like personality doesn't read over the camera and I feel like like personality wise like I bonded with the team at callbacks and so I feel like that might have worked in my favor a little bit I don't know I don't really know what all goes into it but long story short I wouldn't have been able to do this project so even when times feel hard and when you keep getting no after no after no you might be getting a no because the Lord has a bigger yes and you just can't see it yet. Um, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to my story. Um, my story with his story. I love you all so much. I'm about to get ready to go to our first tech rehearsal and, um, you're going to see the tent. It's super cool. It has a turntable, an elevator, um, this big like stage. It's, it's a theater in the round. It has like big projections and sand and sand that like falls from the sky and oh it's just crazy I'm so excited I'm so excited um come get your tickets that you can find them on I think just like historythemusical.com um but I'll be advertising it all over my Instagram the podcast Instagram you can see everything go follow go follow everyone I'll be putting people's like links and stuff as I do more and more podcasts have more and more guests you guys will get to know a lot more of the team go follow the Instagram I'm going to be doing a lot more of like who do you want to hear from on the team um what do you want to know about people obviously I'm going to get Anna on I'm also going to get Rachel on um but if you want to hear specifically about like their stories I encourage you to go listen to some of the other podcasts because I'm going to be sharing more of like their personality as uh, people in their twenties because they are, <laughs> y'all don't even know. They are crazy. Um, you don't even know they're you just not what you would expect. Like when I met them, I was expecting like the podcast versions of what I heard. And that's just, there's just so much more. Um, so I can't wait for you guys to see that. Um, but anyways, that's for another, another podcast episode time. So yeah, come back here more. Um, I love you all. Jesus loves you. I'm going to go to tech. That's life. Hey, now it's Abby in the present of what I just recorded for the whole entire podcast. But I just wanted to say that I thought that was cute. I know I repeated some stuff, but aw, that's fun. Okay, I'm leaving now. Bye.